too expansive. A broadness guy to the expanse. I'm Beef. I'm the operator. And I am still wondering why Monica hasn't been spaced. This week we're talking about season five, episode seven, the Odin Odin Yang or Oye Odin 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 Shit. Oiding, fuck, I don't know. Mir mir. Something. It's <laughs> some letters, and it's a thing, and whatever. It's a lot of. It's a. It's a heavy Markle and uh, Naomi episode. <clears throat> I think, and and we'll start off from the top. Her flashback to when she was with Marco and the baby, and Cute. how and peaceful. happy they were, and it was nice, and it was, and the thing, but at the same time, it was like she, you could tell she was like. Very happy with the baby. Right. <laughs> she was like, oh, the baby's so cute. Let me snuggle up to the baby. Oh, yeah, you're here, too. But still, the baby's so cute. <laughs> Her, yeah, singular focus. Yes, yes. Uh, you could see Marco goes to interrupt his son and ask him about using the ship Naomi gave him. But Philip is reading about the exploits in the ring gate and the behemoth and kind of studying up on what his mother did. I'm not saying that she isn't getting through to him. I'm saying that Marco isn't liking it, and that's making him, you know, blink. It's the push and pull in here is so back and forth between all of them, and the way that they use Philip like a pawn is kind of crazy. It's it's not just crazy. It's, unfortunately, it's parents. (laughs) Divorced parents. They do that all the time <laughs> it's like holy shit people this is just on a more extreme level the way that they talk to each other when marco goes to uh talk with naomi in her cell and has no concept of personal space or covid six feet because clearly they didn't have it in that universe <laughs> like there's no covid in the expanse they're fine they they jab at each other so fucking hard and the shit that they say i isn't wrong on either end but it's so yeah. hurtful it's it's like those are bells you cannot unring right ever. marco hid philip so naomi wouldn't leave and then he says i raised him to be the fighter i thought you were that's no just just the fact that he was saying you know i was there for his first steps I his was first there when he vacuum. first went out to the vacuum. And it, things you should, his mother should have been there for. And I'm just like, dude, you, you're a dick, man. Come well, on. he's gaslighting both of them. Oh, yep. totally. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's really obvious. And, and only at the end, and I, I, I won't skip to that now, but only at the end do we see a, a seriously Naomi move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this you know, is the very end. Is the first time, other than clubbing dude in the face, all season. Yeah, was the first yeah, one season, we've seen yeah. that we have seen a Naomi move. Yeah, uh, where she uses engineering and her knowledge as a belter uh, as as her weapon, and the the rest of this time she's just crying and coddling. And I don't. Uh, it just made me uh, up until the end. I just got madder and madder and madder, and <laughs> I'm like, "What are you doing?" You know. That's yeah, not you. I, it's <laughs> exactly. Like, this exactly. is not you. Exactly. I think um, it, it, her character arc this season has not been. It hasn't. We said we said before. It hasn't been Naomi. At least not the Naomi that we know. Again, I'm not saying that she's not in an emotional turmoil right now. That is, she is in a fucked up situation. But it's a fucked up situation of her own making. True. She went there had to know how bad it could get had to know didn't take a holden a button pusher didn't take a holden a button pusher and just went and now she's in the thick of some evil bullshit and but getting back to marco he blinked more times this episode he his it started to become more and more obvious that although he is the leader he is insecure as fuck but he is charismatic enough and con enough, like you say, to... He can cover it up. Yeah, yeah. he can, like, course correct by... Manip- he's manipulative. That's what it is. Extremely so. Extremely so. Uh, we have Bull Bull, and um, uh, everybody on the Rossi, Bull and Holden and Evil Monica, trying to find the Zemea. <laughs> 
This is not to say that there's a good Monica, because there isn't. That we know of. There's probably one in the verse somewhere. Uh, But Bull is talking about that he really trusted Fred, and he sees why he and Holden don't get along is because Holden and Fred were exactly two peas in a pod. They They were the same man, basically. But Holden never trusted Fred, always thought he was playing an angle. I did. I don't blame Holden. I don't blame him. I was thinking the same thing more often than not. Because based on his background and based on who he was and based on who he, what he was doing at the time, yeah, yeah, that would be a legitimate thought to have in the back of your mind. Sure. Fred always seemed too altruistic to be real and honest, but clearly he was. Mm-hmm. True, true. Uh, Rossi gets a message from Alex and Bobby and they uh, exchange drive signatures and all that good stuff back and forth. That's an interesting... Uh, they realize that they're not that far away because of the... What was it? The message delay? Yeah. Yeah, the message delay was so short, it was like, okay, they're really close. That doesn't seem right. Well, and that's an easy thing to do. Like, if you're... If it's your if it's your only unit of measure, it's like counting seconds with thunder, right? Like you're mm-hmm. you're taught that as a kid. True. People who travel space are used to oh, that's a three second delay. Like uh, even podcasting, we know that if we talk to somebody in London, which this has happened, uh, it's you're going to be about a second and a half off. Yeah. yeah. And and that's just kind of how it is. Even over Skype and stuff like that, you're going to have a little bit of a delay, especially if they're in Australia. Right, it's as far away from if you dug a hole straight down, you'd hit Australia. It is as far away as we can possibly get. It's a two-second round tripper. So that I, I I thought that was actually good world building, right? Yeah, good totally. good craft as far as I was concerned because it was like, oh, yeah, they they, they probably would know that, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Although I, every every time I see Bobby backseat and Alex, I just I'm like, what a co-pilot, man. Like, how'd you like to have that backing you up? When she mocks him later about, uh, (laughs) oh, you can have one of my old medals if it'll really help you. And he's like, fuck off. And she's like, she like calls him a bitch or something. Mm -hmm. It's so great. I do want them to like fight make out once. Oh, my God. That's wife material right there. Yeah, it really is. She gets shot and it just she laughs about how it just itches. (laughs) Mm hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, Naomi's story about uh, trying to leave Marco, and Marco hid Philip, and she looked for months and months, and Marco kept moving Philip, and Naomi decided to airlock herself. Uh, Walking away was the only choice anyone has. That was a moving story, and it it, that setup there crushed me later when we found out that her white buddy sin was the one that actually moved uh, that, or informed Marco. that I cried. Both times I've watched this episode, I started crying in my living room like a little boy. Because, see, that that's like a level of betrayal that you just don't see coming at all. And I think that was really kind of the setup for what happens at the end of the episode, where it's like she starts to realize that no matter what she does, there is no positive ending here. Mm-mm. It's just not, she's not going to get her son back. She's not going to change anything, she's not, which is something she should have thought of before she did all this shit. I but it's it's like somebody like, I don't know, Holden told her that I, like before she left, this isn't going to go well. Fun, funny that. Funny that. The thing, uh, I, you're not wrong, but the thing that makes, makes this such a horrible like conversation between her and that dude is, the way he describes it, they were a family. He cared about Naomi. He probably felt like he was her father or, you know, surrogate father. And he was looking after all these people. And he wanted to keep that unit together. It is a horrible betrayal on his part. It's like the worst possible. But in some yeah. backhanded way, I can kind of see his reasoning. And then, well, he was he was so deep into the whole Marco mythos. He was just like, you know, I think I'm doing the right thing, and at some point you're going to come back, so everything will be fine. I just need to bide my time. He watched her almost space herself, and then the yeah. next day she was gone. Yeah, yeah. I and this is this is the part that I think a lot of people 
don't give uh, much credit to, but it's very difficult when your family's breaking up or your family or somebody very, very close to you. Now, when you're a kid, they say, oh, yeah, my family's moving, and you're like, holy crap. And it's like the world is falling. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing you can do about it. Right. There's absolutely nothing that you can do. Either the person staying or the person going. You you just kind of have to accept it and move on. When you're an adult, there are things you can do about it. Mm. And none of them are good. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely none of them other than, hey, you know what? I'm going to miss you. Let's throw a big kegger. And, uh, you know, we'll call, we'll write and everything. And then there's this, there's a separation pang and it's bittersweet and you eventually, you know, kind of less and less and less, you know, as you continue your lives in a separated way. Uh, that's the best way you can deal with it. Everything else other than that is going to get you in trouble. Like, I don't know, spying on them or, or actively working against them with other members of the family so that you sabotage the relationships that they're going to have. All of those things, he did it to himself. I mean, I feel pity for him. I feel pity for him. But he made the wrong decision. He did not make good life decisions. Correct. No, I completely agree. I but completely I, agree. I kind of feel why he did it, though. Oh, I, I completely understand. I'm just saying there's no excuse for that. Yeah. I mean, everybody has to go through that. Everybody has to go through those emotions. And I realize that because they're all belters, they're having to – all they have is each other. They don't even have air that's their own. Mm-hmm. They're denied basic human rights for crying out loud on a routine basis, and everybody's yeah. just sort of fine with that. But all they and they feel like all they have is each other. I so get that. But instead of being supporting of her and and like her trying to start her own life or or do what she feels is right for her, he actively sabotaged her and took her child or, or conspired to take her child away. As far as I'm concerned, when uh, Shannon and I were watching this, she was like, well, he deserves a bullet. I'm like, wow, that's she goes, you take my child away from me. That's what you get. I'm telling you, that's that's it, it was it would be one thing if he was trying to, you know, as you put you know, sabotage the relationship or something like that. That's bad. That's fucked up. He helped take her child away. Yeah. And you just as a parent, you just can't get past that. There are certain lines that can't be crossed. And that's one of them. You just can't do that and not expect like some type of bare minimum hurt feeling bare minimum. In my mind, he didn't take the child. Marco had him. It was like uh, they're going to go. Naomi's going to look in the East Quadrant today. So if the kid's in the East Quad, like, I don't know. I just felt he wasn't an active participant. He was more passive, but he still, everything he did is not excusable. He got what he deserved at the end. But, um, yeah, I don't no. know. I just, I like I said, I it crushed me the both times I watched it. Like, because there's a pain in his voice and in his soul, you can tell. And it's fine. He can feel guilty about doesn't make it right. No, 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 no. But absolutely he does not. feel guilty. I, I don't. That's I completely re- agree. He does quality. feel guilty about it. Yeah. Um, oh the, yeah. I, I look at him as a sympathetic character. I just don't care he that still he's ain't sympathetic. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. Uh, the conversation on the Rossi. Hold on. Bourbon. Uh, the conversation <laughs> on the Rossi. <laughs> I always hated fishing. Ah, I like the drinking on the boat part. Check Amos's quarters. He's always well stocked. I like, <laughs> I like that. Uh, uh, Monica, evil Monica's down to get some drinks in her uh, and probably do some nastiness. I'll bet you she'd be fun. But she has a lot of good points here about: Are there Mush- Martian soldiers on those ships? What are they trading for these ships? Is it the proto molecule and Cortazar? Is it something more? Like is Mars planning to invade Earth? Or something now that Earth is preoccupied with rocks, or I mean, I don't know. There's something, you know. This is this is why Monica annoys the crap out of me. She is a self-centered, self-serving little biash. She wants to get the story first, and she doesn't care who she hurts to get it. Preach, brother. However, however, <laughs> she is exceedingly observant. 
And in being exceedingly observant, she picks up on little notes that are happening around her. Nuances. And she's going, you know, it could be X. This or it doesn't could really add up right, y. guys. Yeah. And it, something is wrong here. We should really start to pay attention to. Don't get me wrong, Holden. I'll help you get your girl back. But this little blinking light over here, really kind of a problem we should kind of look into. I never even thought of that either. Like, I'm like, oh, well, there's just getting Martian ships. But it's like, you'd have to take like a week to have some of the Navy train the belters, right? Yeah. So clearly, yeah. there's probably Martians on those fucking ships that we just haven't mm-hmm. seen. And right. I never even exactly. thought about it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it goes back to um, the previous uh, two episodes, maybe three episodes ago, when um, they're talking to like the the general doesn't want to talk to dude, and he walks off, and and the little you know, and his subordinate talks to him. Oh yeah, I'll go out to dinner with you. Let's have some drinks. As the more they were talking, and the more I was like, why aren't you letting him talk to dude? It's like, how deep are you in this? Right. Because if it's one thing to like cover up, I'm gonna sell you some ships. Ships need a crew to run, and your technology is slightly different from Belter technology. and fuel and and tech you're talking experts. about all of a sudden you're you just can't hand over a Ferrari to a kid who just learned how to drive two minutes ago. Bare minimum, yeah. you'd have to even be on the ship with them for a few days to give everybody that the new crew wants access exactly. to the core and systems. Mm-hmm. And that's best case scenario, right. which means they're still very, very deep in this. And so I'm wondering only, how deep yeah. this rabbit hole goes. The only reason that they got the Rossi going as well as they did is because Alex was trained on it. Exactly. Well, That's not the that only class, could, but he well, also no, gave... but he could tell you what all the Martian technology did and how mm-hmm. a ship ran and yep. how how to configure the systems. The dying dude gave everybody there um, full core access to the dying right. Martian leader said basically yeah. everybody on board to the you know so you have to like there's there's other nuances to it as well. It's not just for; they're not for everybody. In the future, everything's a little bit easier, right? You got Alexa and shit, but right, you know, I I, I totally get it, and uh, but there's, and that's the annoying thing about Monica; she's not, she's not ever wrong, really. It's just she's so pushy. She's so and pushy. She I, has, I find that hot things. too. She has zero guilt about it. She has oh, zero. Yeah, no like guilt. there's no she could care less that you hate her. The way yeah. the way that she uh when they're talking about Naomi and Holden is like, Yeah, Marco has her and she kinda cocks her head and he's like, Yeah, they had a son to, uh she had a son with him and she's like, Oh, the way that she says that mm-hmm. I'm like Oh, she's like thinking of a tagline already, like some headline like uh you know Freedom fighter for everybody is the terrorist's baby mama or something like. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, right. Totally, totally she was going to spin it to like her sell, you know, not newspapers yeah. or whatever. Like, I did, totally. I did like how panicked she looked when when people started firing on them. Like, yeah. oh, oh crap! Like, well, I put myself here when they dropped like fourteen or twenty eight torpedoes. Yeah, they killed two. Right, and they killed two with their countermeasures until... Like, I probably don't need to be here. <laughs> but that was okay. How beautiful of a shot. How gorgeous of a shot it was. And real. The the PDC's jam, one of the PDC guns jam, it, they set it into a spin and those six guns start shooting and locking on to like the 30 fucking... Dude, it's so beautiful. It reminds me of... Every time I see stuff in this show... It reminds me of the first handful of times I saw, like, Battlestar Galactica space fight scenes. Because at that point yeah. in time, it was still mind-blowing. Because they had the lens flare, and they made shit look real, and I don't know. Damn. What they, no, I, what I they did agree. is they made it less Star Wars and more more believable. Physics. Because you're in, yeah, you're in actual peril, and it's... And it's you know these are guns and it's just a ship and and the computers do you have to trust the computer 
to do all this for you and just hang on. Charge the railgun and they shear the fucking drive cone off. <laughs> you, yeah. forget, you forget how gangster that goddamn railgun is. <laughs> it really is. You don't play with that shit. <laughs> like, dude. And then, okay, so the ship blows up. Did they just well, they blow blew up, up their own ship? So did they scuttle it? Did they reactor overload? And did they blow up the only remaining sample of the proto molecule? It seems that way with Marco being irritated, and uh, or did they get it off somehow? Because I'm good. Uh, we'll just I'm I'll let you, in in a few seconds. Marco rips the shit out of Philip in front of everyone, saying, "You want command of a ship?" And then he says all the stuff he failed at, and he lists his failures and weaknesses. Again, so, gaslighting. And oh, then totally he, gaslighting. but Jesus. then he has the fucking crew clap his name thirty seconds like later. Not even yeah, like that's that's that's, that's, that's the, how a good manipulator works. Yeah, you know he he builds you down so that you're where he wants you, and then he gives you hope so that you can crawl back out. That's like a it's, fucking super abusive relationship. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's super bad, and it's and nobody around it or says anything. You know, so they're enabling it. It's it's yep. terribly unhealthy, right? Not that Naomi was mother of the year either, but uh, they're you know she's just she shows up when he's what twenty, yeah. yeah. Give you or know, take. like hey, your dad sucks and everything you knew sucks balls. Why don't you leave everyone you've ever met and come with me, the woman who abandoned you? Yeah, that's not gonna work. <laughs> that's not how kids work. You're a murderer. Feel bad. Yeah, now come with me and feel better. You know, like, that's not how children work. Nope. I know I'm only into this for 11 years, but I'm pretty sure I got that down. So do you guys think that they somehow have a sample of the protomolecule still, or is it gone? Most definitely they have something. I, I, I think he has to. I mean, they stole it. So, I mean, I I, I don't know. I, 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 Anaros has been... Two steps ahead of almost absolutely everybody, and he didn't really seem that upset. He was I mean, upset he, he was, enough to put on a show if he's faking it. Yeah, but, but I, I don't think he was that upset because, like, the biggest bargaining chip he has is that damn protomolecule. Yep. So if if he really doesn't have it anymore, or it wasn't on the ship, or I, I don't know, maybe he did some kind of switch or, or something. I, I don't know. If he really doesn't have that anymore, he would be a lot more fearful. Oh, I have it. I got an idea. And I haven't watched ahead, so if I'm right, this is just a total shot in the dark. That thing had a ro- that ship had a robot on it. What if the robot they just since they didn't have the drives going and they know that if they fired up the drives we would have seen them just meet up with it, another ship. Jumped yeah, off they the just, ship. They just yeah. kicked the robot out of the ship when they were going without their drives on and then after they fired up the drives and the Rossi went after that thing, then the robot somehow met up with someone else, or then activated and met up with someone else. Dude, that's know. as good a theory as any. I, I yeah, I, I just because they, they they would have seen them if they fired up their drives and met up with someone. You'd figure, right? I mean, oh, you'd think yeah, they you'd think they'd see a ship docking and and them splitting apart. I mean, they they had everything on the scanners. It's the whole reason so. they didn't see the warship with the Chetsamoka is because it was attached to it and it was a stealth Martian ship floating in parallel with it. I I still think they've showed it to you. They've showed you what they did with it. You just didn't know what it was. Okay, it's like a shell That's game. That's very or possible. Yeah. yeah, it's like... Cause, They've they've showed you something and you just didn't know what the hell it was or you looked at it as something else or I I don't know because this series has done that before right yeah, right so uh, to me that's I think what they've done I don't know how the hell they did your robot theory is as good as I could come up with I have yeah. no idea I just if that's right I'm gonna go place a bet in Vegas this weekend because <laughs> you know play the lotto man. right I just I, don't I, know yeah like I, I cannot see them using that piece up like yeah. that it is no, I, so I believe important. that they have it they have to have it they, they have, have to have it somewhere yeah. somehow and i think they probably i, I don't know like a, a radio transmission or or like a, a quick dock scene or i i don't know i i went back and looked i didn't see anything that that stood out to me but i i think they still have it okay. i really do 
but if if they do, what the hell are they doing with it? Because well, Anaros is several steps ahead of everybody. This yeah. is all still his plan. Trading is, it to Mars for the gunships with the court with <gasps> Cortazar, but yes, yes, that's what that's yes. what I was just thinking about. That what if the reason he is able to get all those warships? He's like, hey, I got the molecule. He also. sold it. <clears throat> what if he did that? That's what um, that's what Monica comes up with. She asks Holden, "What if yeah. they're trading?" Two parts of the equation: Cortazar and the proto molecule for multiple gunships. Yeah. What the hell is Marshall with a proto molecule? Uh, they're the, not against Earth anymore. They're dude, still what? a warring. That their whole society is based on war, and now their society has crumbled. They want retaliation. I mean, that's what I feel. At uh, least the military. I don't think it's. I don't think it's uh, retaliation. I think it was what the military always wants. They want power. More that. What, what is more powerful than oh. this proto-fucking-molecule? And God help them if they take it through the fucking ring? And it activates everything? What the fuck, dude? What they the could, fuck, no. no, they wouldn't be that stupid. But it's not common human, knowledge. dude. Of course they're stupid. <gasps> they wouldn't be that stupid. You could, if you take that shit through the ring, because that, yes. that was the whole thing. You build a ring and then go through. Alex mm-hmm. told them that. Alex told... Uh, evil smile, McHot pants. <gasps> Shit, he sure did. He let that slip. Oh, that goo was attached to the underside of our ship. We didn't know, and everything activated. Oh, now fuck, she fucking knows. Slip. And her boss is the evil general that's selling or trading all these ships for the fucking skeet skeet bang bang. Oh, oh no. he let that slip. Fuck. No, he didn't let it slip. He slid that he out there hoping to, to get pie. Yeah, exactly. And, but still, that oh my god, uh, they are the worst spies on this show. What the <laughs> fuck? Really, if he just handed them, if Alex inadvertently handed, handed them the their, can I be out. honest? Their win strategy. When we talked about this before, I, and I said something about it, and we're like, ah, you guys are like, ah, nah, she's she's not worried about that. Just trying to figure out what he knows. But right after you said that, you said something again like, he's the worst spy ever. It's he like, is. <laughs> he's the worst spy. Like him and Bobby Bowe, they're the worst clandestine operatives ever. Oh my God. They're so good together as being at being bad. If, at that, yes. Now, if you need a hammer in space, you call Bobby. Okay? Yeah. If you need something piloted, you call Alex. They're very, very, arguably the best at what they do. I I have a seven-year-old who tells everyone everything she's ever known. She would be a better clandestine operative than <laughs> those two put together. Yep. It is. They're just absolutely... If they handed the Martians their wing condition, like, oh, by the way, this is how everything works over there, and you could... I don't know. Start a Mars ring navy or well, they're, war, they're such know. a warring society that anything they think would give them power, like I've said, or a uh, hand up, they're going to start something it. horrible that they can't control because they don't have a fucking holding button pusher. <laughs> That's true. But wait, here's the thing. wait. Could it could it bring back Miller? Please tell me it could bring back Miller. That would be cool, and it should be done. I, the thing is, like I said earlier, they're human beings. Yes, they're Martians and stuff like that, but they're human beings. Human beings are stupid. They're yep. just stupid. And when they want to get something that, you know, will do all these funky little flashy light things and thinks that will give them, they will do it. They will do it. They will absolutely fucking do it. I would not, but I, I really think that that's it. I think that's, I think that's the Martian endgame right there. They get the they get their little proto molecule and they can do all kinds of funky experiments on it because God knows they can't do it on Venus, and they can take it through the ring like dumbasses and put it on one of those plants out there and just make it a, like a petri dish of whatever. I feel I feel like like Ian Malcolm in Jurassic Park. Don't you see the danger, John, inherent in what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> Nature finds a way. Oh. God, first there's ooh and ah, and then there's running. Freddy screaming. (laughs) (laughs) This is, you don't want this technology back turned on. Like, why? Like, do you remember the last time? It's a horrible, horrible thing. The only reason we were protected from this intergalactic war, genocide even, was because no one could get here. That's the only reason that this 
the scourge didn't sweep through our area. And because this. you had Holden telling everybody to unpush buttons. Yes. <laughs> it, I've, I've said this to both of you guys. My child loves the Expanse theme. She loves the opening credits. She always calls, you know, planets apples because round. But she loves the opening scene of, I think it's season three, where they're talking about the Arbogast station and what happened to it. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, okay, as we're talking about this now, you're trying to control a thing, um, an, uh, uh, basically a thing, because I don't know if it's an element or whatever the fuck it is, but you're trying to control a proton molecule. You don't know what it does. You don't know how it works. But the last thing that it did was take apart a fucking space station. To make a doorway. It felt like it. To make a doorway. <laughs> yeah. To make a door to a dimension you can't access right now. Now, tell me how this is what you want to play with. Well, and you know, oh, because you have one scientist. We uh, we actually have a uh, letter on the alien ruins later, just a tiny one. Uh, so talk about course correcting your kid, though. Belters everywhere are chanting my name, not yours. You're nothing without me. And then he like unhinges, and you played a part in this victory. You are my heir. This will all be yours when I'm dead. Yeah, this this is why I say he blinked. He he, it's part abusive relationship, but it's also blinking. He he, up until the last episode, guy was smooth as silk. You could, he was Teflon. You couldn't make anything stick to him. And now he's starting to show that there's a part of him that is really not the most stable. At all? Very petty when yeah. he thinks his control is leaving because he calls Naomi to the bridge to explain his plan and makes Philip search her. He says, take it as a sign of respect. I love that. I love that line where he says, search your mother. Yeah, here's here's the other thing, though. I, it, and, and I'm not going to lie. It When I saw him tell her everything, I was thinking... I'll tell you my diabolical plan, Mr. Ball. <laughs> you caught me monologuing. <laughs> uh, we will grant your request to leave, but first we're going to use your ship to lure and destroy the Rossi. Philip helped to plan. Uh, Philip helped to plan this destruction, and the way Philip slaps down his mother to like prove to himself. Not just prove to himself, prove to his dad. Right, but it's he he like does it to like prove to himself that he can prove to his father. It's uh, you see the struggle in his face, and then my my thing is, man, Marco has a fucking hold on that boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I think that, in addition to being told that you know somebody that she thought she could trust was hi- helping hide her kid, yep. that she was in a bad situation anyway. And it, this was like for her. Okay, that's it. That's it. There, uh, I'm done. So speaking of being done, the old white guy, I think his name is Sin, uh, mm-hmm. knows that Naomi will be in a bad place, and he looks for her. And she's at the airlock. She enters the airlock, uh, and he follows her close behind, right as the door is closing, because he thinks she's going to commit suicide, like she narrowly once averted before. And she looks at him with sadness in her face, and I'm like, oh, she's not going to ice herself. And she goes, you shouldn't have followed me. And she shows him, like, the oxygenated syringe, and she pops the airlock and pushes off. And he reaches out and breathes his last breath, and I'm like, oh, dude. Did you think she was going to make it? I mean, she went that far. She had to. She had to make it, right? I, I was. I was thinking that she was going to make it. At first, I didn't realize it was the oxygenated blood until she injected herself with it, and her eyes kind of went. Ugh. But here's the thing: I knew she was going to make it, but she's going to be in bad shape. Well, they both got bad irradiated shape. and almost died. So this is the future. Uh, something will help. You know. I don't know. The shot, though, with the hard impact of her hitting the side of the ship and almost bouncing off. Yeah. yeah. That's the first Good. Naomi thing we've seen her do all year and jumping out of the airlock. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and but again, she's going to be in bad shape. I, somebody very wise once said that uh, 
what is it? Uh, space is uh, disease and danger wrapped in darkness and silence. It's it's just it's bad, but it's even worse without a suit. And I get that she, you know, hit herself with oxygenated blood, and that you know she'll probably survive and everything like that. You have temperature, which is almost minus a gajillion. Radiation up the wazoo. Hard vacuum. And you just sidelined yourself into your ship. Well, to save... Even even if she gets on board and she's alive, and I'm using finger quotes, she's going to be physically in bad shape. Just bad shape. Even with all the sci-fi... Auto docs and healing and radiation meds and all the shit that they can do. That ship is empty. They don't have mm-hmm. AI. They mm-hmm. don't have robots. They don't have mm-hmm. things to drag her to med bay. She still mm-hmm. has to crawl her damaged ass to whatever floor med bay is on and perform all this shit on herself. If, I think that's the biggest takeaway. If they didn't strip it all. Bigger. Exactly. Yeah, and why would you, you not take it? Because these are scavengers. These are scavengers, and they're sending they're the job. ship to its death. Exactly. So they probably took everything that could possibly be re- redone. I didn't even or, think of that. Yeah, they might have stripped that thing bare. Well, these people do this as a way of life, so yeah. it would be it would be wasteful if they. Right. I mean, they're already blowing up a ship. Yep. And, and wasting a ship, which you know they they treat like land. You know this is it like is a to home. Them. That's their only right. home. Really, this is it. Yep. So they're already doing that. I can't imagine they're going to leave her with with anything. Really. Have you, yeah. Have you noticed how we've kind of seen the dude from Drummer's crew, Drummer's traded tribute? Yeah. He's kind of relishing being a douchebag. Is, is, are you guys getting that the the, the mm. slightly Asian guy that he's now yeah, in the yeah, middle I know, of I everything? I think about. he's just happy. I think I think he's honestly I think he's happy just, that he's alive and he's just doing what he needs to do. We have an actor; we might as well use him. I I just feel like he's there and now I like again like with the the one bad belter in Fred Johnson's court. I couldn't even see it was the chick. <laughs> like I just there's, yeah. I, I don't like You're the cut like, of the no, dude's jib. A... <laughs> I don't like the cut of his jib. Uh, he he's. I think he's just doing his job. I don't think he's looking at it as I'm working for a bad person, a good person, or something like that. I'm just working. Can we can we all agree that the trade that they did for the Asian guy, the the militant draconic chick, needs to die? Can yeah. she just be airlocked? Like, nah. I mean, I know she wasn't in this episode, but still, uh, she like, needs to go. She I have needs a feeling. Now this is another throwing at the walls in the next episode or two. Drama's going to end up icing her. She's going to say something bad about Naomi or something, 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 and Drama's going to fuck her up. Oh, I think that's given. I, I, Drama I mean, that's is pretty easy. Still, that's like a, that's like a barely yeah, a bat. She's like a caged bear, dude. You don't want to get <laughs> anywhere near her. She, I like, think, I think she's going to trip, fall, and fall out an airlock. It's going to be just a horrible, horrible accident. All of a sudden, she'll just be floating out in space. Well, I, really, I think she's just going to just and shoot her. Drama's just going to be net. shaking her head like, I don't know what happened. Well, you slipped <laughs> on a wet linoleum. I was over here. Oh no, her. she wouldn't do that. She'd totally claim it. Well, she had That's to die, so would. I killed her. That's very true. She would. She Drama would. She doesn't would. run from. <laughs> That's true. She That's would. She would just be like, "Yeah." That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, killed I shot her. her. <laughs> I killed her. Ah, shoot. I'm sorry. I could only kill her once. I'd do it three, four more times if I could. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, all Stupid right. One time killing thing. Before we get to the letter, you guys got any last notes? Um, I think. And again, I haven't watched ahead, so I I don't quite know, but I think that. Naomi is going to somehow survive all this shit because she's, you know, she's going to be in the show for a while. So she's going to somehow survive this shit. At some point, Marco's going to find out she's alive. I don't know how he's going to find out, but he's going to find out she's alive. And I'm praying this scene doesn't occur, but deep down in my heart of hearts, because of what he did to Philip, it's going to. He's going to go to Philip, and Philip's going to think, you know, his mom killed herself and blah, blah, blah. 
And he's going to go to him and say, nope, your mom's alive, which means she left us again. And that Phil, does seem like an Inaros thing to do. And I don't. And Philip will not come back from that. He will not. Yeah, she's gonna he have will, to. She's gonna have to kill her son. He's either she's gonna have to kill her son, or he's gonna be worse than Marco. He's gonna be worse than Marco. He's gonna do like he's just gonna be like, oh, it's, it's, it's like the lab fine. experiment that creates Lex Luthor. Is uh-huh. what you're saying? You also yeah. have to remember too that she is in a ship that is right now being remotely piloted by a different ship. So yep. I know that she's an engineer to end all engineers, but is she capable of unlocking out a vehicle's override control? Probably. Let's be honest. She's a gangster. Okay. Is, but she, is she? Yes. But does she have the equipment on board to do it? And does she have enough time and power say, while, she she's being, time? while she's mm-hmm. being um, auto-docked and healed? Right? You can't be moving around the ship trying to... Uh, get control back when you got to be hooked up in med bay to the thing that's, you know, healing. And, and it may come down if there is a med bay, then it's going to come down to a choice as to whether or not she has to go to med bay or can she get control of the ship and then go to med oh, bay. Oh, is she going to fuck? Is this her? Is this her swan song? She sacrifices herself to save the Rossi. <sighs> I hope not. She would. She yeah, would. Absolutely, if it came she down would. To that, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Can we trade her and Monica in spots? I mean, I like you, Monica. Oh but. my God! Could yeah? Could, could you put Monica <laughs> on the ship that has no no anything and is gonna is a bomb? This this episode though, I got the least evil from her I have in a long time. Yeah, I don't she's know what strangely that means. helpful, which is really worrying me. Which right? Is just or she's less obnoxious. I think she's more evil now that my, she's helpful. My question is why? Okay, there has to be a reason story story wise, and I know we got to finish up here, but. Story-wise, there's got to be a reason she's on that damn ship. Right now, I can't see any real reason she's there. Yeah. Like, what value is she providing? The only thing I can think of is what she had said in this episode is, I reached out to some of my black market contacts or my, my underground contacts in case we miss this here. Because the buy or the trade will go down somewhere else. Yeah, I don't so. think she's going to get anything from that. Because Monica, but I, I think she's, <laughs> if it helps it, her story, though she'd give that here's the up. Thing, if if she if she had if she, it helps the story, but here's the thing: if I have this feeling that she is going to be, if she's going to be helpful. She's going to find something, say something that's going to be completely out of the box. It's going to make them go, "Oh, let's do that," and everything will be fine. So I don't I know. I hate her so much. Oh, I hate her too. With, she's, I with I sexual love Anna intent. Let me she's let me separate that. But I love Anna Hawkins. Her character is just a I, terrible... I, <laughs> I, I would tell her that to her face. I'd be like, Anna, you are awesome. I love you dearly. You are great. Your character is a terrible human being, and she would probably <laughs> laugh her ass off. Because her character <laughs> really is a tribute to terrible. her personality. I mean, we've... Yeah. I, we used to have a show called Voices of Defiance, and I think we've actually talked to her. And she, a lovely woman. She seems really sweet. She lovely really woman. Because she was... Yeah, but... I I just I hate Monica so much. <laughs> she is everything that annoys me about every annoying marketing and press person I've ever met. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. just like I I you just want to scoop her eyeballs out. Yeah, it's uh, like you're, but, you're just oh, not that, a, your character's uh, just not a good person. That went, exp- that went Event Horizon real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we will uh, quick get to a email from Alex. Hey, expansive OPA. You guys are not showing up on Apple Podcast search results, so maybe try and fix that since it's hindering people being able to discover you. I didn't discover you guys until I was searching for an Expanse podcast on Spotify. Sir or ma'am, I, uh, I tried to fix this, and apparently there is no place on Apple Connect to add hashtags and stuff. And unless you have a big following, you are buried to the bottom of the list, even though it says fucking Expanse in the uh, description. Maybe Sean can teach me how to make this better. Sean, any luck? Nope. Uh, my All right, team's ready, but I don't have a crew for the command shuttle. <laughs> All right, so that means no. Uh, I did want to speak for you, buddy. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the by the way, you guys were wondering the purpose of the alien structures on Illus. Based on the concept art from Season 4, it calls the alien ruins 
when they're activated tiller machines and tiller machines they uh, tiller means they break up the soil so based on this and what is said in the show the alien ruins or tiller machines are part of the global refinery system that helps collect the planet's lithium for processing by breaking up the surface's soil that seems nice. Well, well, it pissed me off in season four because all all I was on was terraforming, and it did absolutely none of that. Well, you remember every episode? I'm like, it's gonna the machines are gonna kick on, it's gonna it's terraform, it's gonna be great, it's gonna be great. Well, it was. I mean, it's they t- tilling nothing. is the tilling is the first part of terraforming. So you were almost I was right. With, I, oh no, I I struck all three times. Like <laughs> like nothing but air whiffer. I'm sorry, I, I still couldn't get past the whole, you know, parasites eating your eyeballs. That 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 was just not cool. Neither can Amos. That's the only yeah, time no, right? the only time we've ever seen Amos scared. Yeah. Yeah, he was genuinely freaked <laughs> out. Then parasites started eating your eyeballs, so you know. <laughs> but that back. makes that makes sense though with how much the belters uh had gained in lithium, how much lithium they had gotten off the planet's surface or whatnot, right? All of this is exclusive to the show, since the alien ruins in the books are just skeletal skeletal building frames that didn't move. An early season four concept art of the Rossi landing seems to show how they were in the books. Fun podcast, keep it up, Alex F. Well, thank you, Alex. Uh, my inadequacies at hashtags uh, 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 will try not to fail me anymore, but I'm glad you like the show, and uh, keep writing in. Any thoughts or theories based on the books, we do appreciate them. Fellas, uh, I appreciate you guys joining me this week. Uh, any last thoughts before we say bye-bye? I'm hoping that Naomi begins her badass arc starting here. We call uh, that a bark. Yeah, a <laughs> bark. Um, I, I think she will. I, I, I mean, she has she's in a situation to. where that she has not very much choice otherwise. Um I, I just think that this is all going to be so bad. Like, this is th- things are going to go from bad to worse from pretty much here on in. I just have a feeling because it's like things are bad. And after what we just discussed on the cast uh, today, I um, I think it's just going to be bad. It's a lot oh, of we don't. Yeah, I mean, we we don't have a whole lot of episodes left, so they got to start moving. Yeah, three we, left, I think. Bad. Yeah, because uh, I know I saw a I haven't looked at anything, but I did see a tweet from Anna Hopkins. Oh, we love you, Anna. Um, With hate that just hate uh, your character. Yeah, just hate your character. Um, it, it is a tribute to your acting skills. Seriously, you. However, we hate we hate Monica. Uh, anyway, uh, she's bad people. But uh, I saw that she's like, oh yeah, uh, enjoy your season finale. And it went, huh. We we are running out of time, which means we have got to start wrapping this crap up pretty quickly. Which means people are going to have to start dying now. I think my quick last one is that Philip is so wishwashy that whatever happens, uh, Marco tells him mommy abandoned him or whatever, he is going to make up his own mind that he missed out on his chance with his mother, and he picked his father. And that could either go two ways. He could resent that and become a good guy, or he could quadruple down and just become the worst child ever, like even ten times worse than his, worse than his father, and I think that's the way he's going to go. I don't see him pulling up from a nosedive. I think he's going to you know, double, triple, quadruple down to prove to his father how much of a evil fuck he is now that his mother's gone and he has no chance with her. So... Theories, shit at the wall. Yeah. (laughs) Well, fellas, thank you for joining me. We will see you next week. Peace. Word. listening if you'd like to send us an email or some feedback email us expansiveopa at gmail.com or hit us up on twitter at expansiveopa 
Thank you again for listening, and we will see you next week. All right. Uh, I got to take a dump. Uh, (laughs) 8.45? Oh, you got a paper to read in there. Yeah, we'll see you in 15 minutes. All right. Thank you, sir. Goodbye. (laughs) Now, if you guys had a house with a basement, you'd be okay. You know what? Uh, the next house, the the house that we're going to be putting on the land, will have a basement. Actually. Yeah, and it will have a tunnel to my fucking bunker. Duh! <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Jesus, you're forgetting that there's going to be another underground structure on your land. Oh, that's Beef's Hole. Don't go down there. <laughs> or my land adjacent to your land. <laughs> In your <laughs> land. <laughs> under. Right. I am the under king. <laughs> right. I am the underminer. <laughs> the underminer, yeah, that's right. I am the underminer. Nothing is beneath me. You are the only yeah. people that I think would get that right away. Seriously. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. So it was. It was a little. Apparently, there's people from Letterkenny everywhere. I just realized Winona or uh, Winona Earp is fucking Mrs. McMurray. Yep. So fucked up. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, Letterkenny gets around, doesn't it? Yeah, I like it. They're whores. Yeah, <laughs> so I like it. They're whores. She's Your really a whore. I don't care who knows. <laughs> Squirrely Dan, take about twenty uh, percent so, off that. So good, uh, but yeah. Anyway, so that was my week. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Well, uh, Op, do you have a, a long story too about stuff? Or? No. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. not at all. Not yeah. at all. But this is where we vent. Yeah, this is where this we is, vent. So ain't nothing wrong with it. Go and ask um, men. Get your vent on. Listen, when I am the only one with some physical media and books left in my bunker, it'll be like a museum and you guys can come visit. Sweet. Actually, the government was giving him LSD every day for 13 years. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Well, he looks great then. How's he doing down there? Beef, you okay? (laughs) I'm fine. Just don't go all, all worldly possessions on us. You know what I'm saying?